Hey everyone, in today's episode we're going to talk about things to do outside the gym to get you the best results possible in the gym and from your training. So if you like this kind of content, you can head over to our website rpmfitness.ie to hear more of it. You can give us a like on Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of jazz and follow us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us to. So let us get into it. So um, you might be going to the gym on a regular basis and you're thinking, you know, that you're getting results, but you want to kind of take results to the next level or maybe you want to improve your fitness a bit more or get a bit stronger or a bit leaner, whatever it is. And you want a kind of a nice positive feedback loop where because you're training in the gym, you can get good results inside the gym and outside the gym. So we'll break down kind of the most important things you need to do to get those best results. So the first one, and this will carry over to all aspects of your life, is getting trying to get eight hours sleep. So training is incredible for you and it has loads of benefits for your body. However, uh, it does improve all you know um, health markers and is excellent for your mental health. However, the positive effects you get from training are a result of putting your body under stress. So exercise is a mild stress to the body and when your um, body adapts to the stress, you get the results. And the best way you can recover from stress is sleep. So something as simple as getting... Um, Six, seven, eight hours sleep consistently can bring your training to the next level, can help you uh, lose that extra bit of weight and can improve your mental health dramatically. So um, getting a good night's sleep will help your body recover. It's when your body basically kind of shuts down a bit and it can upregulate kind of recovery and things like that so that you the next day feel a bit better. So when you get a good night's sleep, it also helps with appetite regulation and decision making. So if you're sleep deprived regularly, you basically have the same cognition as someone who's drunk and because you're sleep deprived you don't realize how sleep deprived you are and people generally know this so like if they get a good like if you go on a holiday and you get like you know you get reinvigorated because you're probably getting a good night's sleep again rather than having to stress and worry about things and it makes a big difference to your mental health and it makes a big difference to your decision making on top of that it makes the decision uh it'll help you your appetite regulation so when you're hungry a hormone called ghrelin is more elevated and that is due to, and that can be due as well because of lack of sleep. So that hormone is naturally more elevated when you're sleeping less. And your cortisol can be higher too, which we'll kind of cover later on. But getting eight hours sleep is really, really important for your recovery and getting the best results you can. Now, on top of getting the sleep, you also need to try and make it consistent. So that means actually having a bedtime. And that sounds childish, I know, but you getting up, going to bed and getting up at the same time on routine establishes a nice circadian rhythm with your body and it'll make it easier to get to sleep and not only that it'll make it easier to get better quality sleep long term because your body knows it's got to down regulate and it's got to up regulate at certain times you get into a nice rhythm and you'll get you will get better results from that and much better sleep which means you recover which means you get better results in the gym now the next thing you got to do is feed your recovery so you've got to nourish your body giving it the right nutrients vitamins minerals proteins fats that it gets the best results possible that you're repairing the damage you do from training so a lot of us in this world are overfed and undernourished, meaning we're getting plenty of calories from food, but we're not getting enough vitamins and minerals from the foods. Um, so the thing regards to training, if you're stressing out your body and you're breaking it down more than everyday life, you do need to make sure that you are recovering more than everyday life so that you are getting those vitamins and minerals. So this means eating a nutrient-dense diet. So once you have a handle on calories, because you must have a handle on that, otherwise you're going to be gaining weight or losing weight sporadically and not feeding your workout sessions, you need to get enough protein from quality sources, so meat, fish, and things like that, because protein, protein literally builds your connective tissue in your body. So to put it simply, your muscles, your tendons, your ligaments, a whole pile of other things, but from a training aspect, I think it keeps your joints joints moving healthy, and it keeps your muscles uh, 
basically builds up your muscles back. The next thing you need is omega-3 fatty acids and that's the best way to get them is from fish, nuts, seeds, things like that. And that's in, that essential fatty acid is anti-inflammatory. So you can imagine training is inflammatory. You want to keep that inflammation down so that you don't kind of have loads of inflammation in your body. So you're not going to get sick. You're going to keep your immune system healthy, keep your heart healthy, keep your brain healthy so you can train more and more. Now, meat and fish is also an excellent sort of vitamins and minerals, but you also do need to include fruit and vegetables. And the reason for that is not only will you get vitamins and minerals from these things, but they have fiber. And the fiber is vital for your gut health. So the bacteria in your gut, they will feed off some of the fiber you eat, which keeps them proliferating, keeps them healthy. And that means that your immune system will stay high, your recovery will stay high. And most importantly, if you've got good gut health, you'll have better nutrient absorption. So the nutrients you do eat, your body will absorb them better so it can use them in, you know, to repair growth, to help you basically live better and be a better human. The the best vegetables to eat are obviously green vegetables, so you can load up your plate with them as much as you want, for as, as long as you want, they're brilliant. Uh, try to keep the fruit to one to two pieces of fruit a day, that's perfect. But generally, if you're eating meat, fish and vegetables, your, your diet will be pretty nailed down and you'll be good. Now, if you're super active and you need carbohydrates, and we all we all do need carbohydrates for training to get the most out of our training, probably the best sources for you are white and sweet potatoes, parsnips, carrots, things like that, butternut squash that are still high in vitamins and minerals, but also have carbohydrates and aren't too calorie dense. Now, if you're super, super active, you probably need to fuel your recovery better. Like, so if you're a long distance runner or you're a field athlete, you probably need to um, get a lot of calories in in a very small amount of time so pasta and rice might be good for you but if you're the general person probably potatoes are a good bet and then if you can't get your calories in with those things to up it to rice or pasta because they're much easier to eat and are calorie dense so the next thing then if you are eating a very healthy diet is keeping your salt levels adequate now salt gets this weird bad rap where people think salt will kill you or um, people kind of glorify salt now as well, saying that's the most amazing thing. But the reality is salt is like a U-shaped curve. So too much salt, you're dead. Too little salt, you're dead. So you need to get just the right amount, the Goldilocks zone. So salt is, why is salt so important for gym people particularly? Well, think about it. You, you're, when you're in the gym and you're working hard, you're going to sweat quite a bit. So not only are you losing fluid through water, you're losing salt through your skin as well. And when that happens, and this probably happened to everyone, you can cramp very badly and that's just a small sign that you're you know you need electrolytes or salt and electrolytes are the fancy term for basically salt so you see those sports drinks that say they have electrolytes electrolytes that's basically just salt so if you eat a very healthy diet like you don't eat much processed foods your your food's probably not going to be salted so there's not going to be much salt in the vegetables there's not going to be much salt in the fruit there's not going to be much salt in the potatoes there's not going to be much salt in meat and fish so you have to add salt to those foods just to make sure that your body can basically um, fire neurons properly so that um, signals throughout your body work a bit better that you can absorb water better that you're basically absorbing nutrients better so you have to add a bit of salt to your diet now i'm not saying anything crazy and if you eat processed food you're probably going to get enough salt in your diet but if you eat very healthy uh, healthy i suppose is the wrong word but if you eat very um kind of unprocessed foods you are going to need salt in your diet so just a pinch of salt on some of your food and green veg and you'll be fine you carry over the benefits you retain water a bit better and your performance will increase a lot better. That's why people, you know, in sports drink those drinks with energy, with uh, electrolytes in them, so they can basically work harder and train harder. That's why all marathon runners do it, all uh, endurance cyclists do it, all those energy drinks you see at halftime at soccer games and stuff like that. It's because of the electrolytes inside them that the athletes need them. So make sure you're getting salt in your diet. The next one is trying not to stress out about things. So just relax is the kind of thing that makes, you know, you want to kind of punch the person in the face who's told you just relax. Um, 
But in reality, chronic stress is not good for you. And what do I mean by chronic stress? Chronic stress is basically a nice name for everyday life. So you're late for work, you've got bills hanging over your head, the kids are screaming in the back of the car, uh, you've a huge work day in front of you, your house is a mess at home, and you know, it's all kind of building up day in and day out. That's chronic stress. And the issue with chronic stress is that when it's elevated, your body produces a thing called cortisol, which is known as the stress hormone. And it's a good thing when it's when it's meant to be there. But if you're chronically stressed, cortisol can remain quite high. And the thing is, the gym is a great place to, you know, help, you know, be mindful and de-stress and meet people and socialize. So it can be an aspect of um, helping people with stress. However, if you're chronically stressed outside the gym all the time and your cortisol levels remain high, you're not going to recover best from training and you're not going to recover best from injury because cortisol suppresses your immune system and also is a catabolic hormone, so it breaks things down. So you're not going to repair those injuries. So those little, um, what would you call them, the uh, scar tissue you have in your muscles and things like that might not heal properly and over time that'll lead to big injuries. I know that sounds a bit strange that, you know, chronic stress can get you injured long term, but that's how it works. So things to try and do to just manage stress, like look, stress is a part of life and no one's saying it isn't and you know, that you just, you know, meditate and not worry, but try and do something where, you know, you can be mindful outside the gym or to manage your stress or deal with your stress in a way. So that could be something as simple as going for a walk, watching your favorite movie, listening to your favorite music. It can even be something like meditation, which does work even if it's only just five minutes of it, to be mindful and kind of just lower your cortisol and kind of reset and just deal with the stress. If you are chronically stressed all the time, you probably should kind of look at your uh, problems and try and see can you deal with them in a better way or deal with your stress, because uh, you will get sick long-term because you will just suppress your immune system. So try and manage your stress and uh, kind of put, com I suppose, carpet com compartmentalize things so that you know they don't bleed into other things so that you can kind of uh, carry the forward and just kind of, you know, not worry about one thing to the next. And the last thing is the well, probably the most simple thing you can do with regards to improving your health and improving your results inside and outside the gym is to keep moving. So um, it's amazing how much we sit and how long we sit for during the day. So let's say you do get those eight hours of sleep a night, then you're, you wake up in the morning and you're driving an hour to work commute. So that's nine hours, then you're driving, or you're working eight hours, so you're probably sitting at the desk for eight hours, then you're driving home for another hour. So what's that? We're at 18 hours. Then you watch two hours of TV, we'll say. That's 20 hours of your day not moving. You're either lying down or sitting down and barely moving. And the problem with that is you're putting your body in a bad position. So sitting is not the best thing for your body and your blood flow and your heart rate is going to be decreased. So by doing something as simple as just going for a 10 minute walk, 15 minute walk, or just moving a bit frequently around the place, you're keeping your heart, your heart rate elevated a bit. Not 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 much that you know you're putting your body in stress, but enough that you're increasing your blood flow so that there's blood flow going around your body a bit better, so there's nutrients being carried to those muscles to recover. You're not going to be stiff, sore, and tight from being in a seat, sitting down in a bad position. And a lot of the big thing when people come to the gym to just even start working out is you've got to warm you warm yourself up to kind of undo the day. So you're sitting at a desk, you gotta stretch your hips, loosen up your lower back, get your glutes going so that you can squat better, all those things. So by moving more you're going to have to warm up a bit less so that you can train a bit more. So you'll get the most out of training in the gym rather than kind of having to spend most of your time warming up to fix the problems and then do the workout. You can, you know, have most of those problems solved outside the gym. So when you go into the gym, you'll be nice, healthy, fresh and recovered. So there are just a few things, guys, that uh, can give you the best results outside the gym. So to cover again, uh, make sure you're getting enough sleep, eat so you nourish your body for recovery. Get enough salt in your diet, just add a pinch of it if you're eating loads of green veg and not eating loads of processed foods. 
try to manage your stress or relax in a way that you can uh, literally like be, you know, 100% forget about things and just relax so that you can reset your cortisol down a bit and keep moving. Try and walk a bit, try and do some movement just to keep your body going so you don't stiffen up and you have to basically spend your time in the gym on doing that work. If you like content like this, guys, you can head over to our website, rpmfitness.ie, for more stuff like this. You can subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to. And as always, hope you have a good day and we'll talk to you later. Cheers.